Hey, what's up, guys? Bill Brower here with FMBA Nation. Today, I wanted to talk to you and tell you a little bit about Anchor. It is the podcast platform that we use here for FMBA Nation, and it is probably the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, there's tons of creation tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also help you with the distribution of your podcast so it can be heard on different types of platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast and more all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to www.anchor.fm to get started. This is Bill Brower with FMBA Nation. We are live from the 2018 NJ FMBA Educational Conference in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I'm being joined by Steve Spur, EMS Chairman for the State FMBA. Steve, thank you for taking some time to talk with us today. What is the purpose of the EMS Committee? Bill, let me start off by saying thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. It's a pleasure to be here. The EMS committee handles multiple things for the FMBA. We handle all legislative and labor issues surrounding our EMTs, firefighter EMTs. We also handle any legislative issues. There's multiple bills on the table now that are going to directly affect our members as far as EMT training, EMT staffing levels for ambulances. So it gives them a voice and a set of eyes down in Trenton to see what's going on. We've worked with numerous locals as far as contract negotiations, handling EMS clauses, and we've branched into a, a new realm now. With our educational conference, we're offering continuing education and offering CEUs for recertification for their handouts. Now, getting into that, this convention, uh, what were your goals for this convention coming into it, and what kind of success do you think that you guys had this year uh, as far as those educational classes and, and things that we offered? Well, let me start with the success of the convention. The success has been overwhelming. Uh, we've been offering CU classes on multiple levels, not only for the medical side, but for fire inspectors and for fire instructors. The first time we did this was about three years ago. We had about 20 to 30 members come to the classes. Prior to that, we our educational conference really centered more around guest speakers. We decided to jump, throw our hats into the ring and offer CU classes. Again, like I was saying, we had about 20 to 30 members show up. This year, we had over 200 members take advantage of the programs we were offering. That is absolutely overwhelming to see that kind of response from our members. So one of my main goals when I was developing course curriculums and deciding which speakers I wanted to have, my number one concern was that these had to be interesting topics. I didn't want a guy to come all the way down here and then sit in the classroom and be bored. I wanted interesting topics and topics that they wouldn't normally get. Uh, the first year we did the new state regulations on spinal motion restriction, which is an eye-opener for a lot of our members, not just our EMTs, but our firefighters. Last year, we offered a class on EMS response to civil disturbance. It's a problem going on throughout the country now. This year on 
tasers. Um, the Attorney General got to change their guidelines for police officers. We're going to see more police officers carrying tasers and deploying tasers. How does that directly affect us? Because we're going to be the ones who are called after the taser has been deployed. So these were interesting topics. The, the more common topics such as stroke or chest pain, things like that, they could get those anywhere. So I, I didn't want them to be bored. I wanted them to be interesting topics. And I wanted it to be a classroom atmosphere that would not only pique their interest this year, but make them want to come back next year. Speaking of next year, what is your vision for uh, this educational convention on the EMS side moving forward? Where do you see this going? Do you see it growing? And how, how do you anticipate that kind of response? Every year this convention has grown and grown. As word got out, we've had more members come down. One of our, not so much a goal, but one of the benefits that we see to this, and we try to instill our, in our members is, don't just take what you learned here or what you experienced here and keep it to yourself. Go back to your departments. Go back to your chiefs of departments. Let your chiefs of departments know, hey, this convention, it's not like it was 20 years ago. We're going down there and we're getting good information. We're getting continuing education. We're getting knowledge, things we could bring back to our membership. And by them bringing that back, it will peak more of an interest and we'll just have more and more and more guys coming down here. So how is the convention going to grow? It's going to grow by this year having 200 members taking advantage of continuing education to having 400 members come down and offering continuing education. Yeah, and I think one of the benefits of that that a lot of the uh, chiefs or people in administration uh, may not realize right away is that it's a cost savings to their town as well because they're coming down here getting these free continuing education credits uh, and they don't, the counselors do not have to pay for these classes. So I think that's a huge benefit. You bring up a, a very good point on that. You know, Bill, I, I, I want to say one last thing. We are probably one of the only labor organizations that offer this kind of educational opportunity to our members. All across the country, I, I deal with a lot of people across the country in different training situations, different training scenarios. They speak all over the country. And the one thing they always say is they go to a lot of these labor seminars and a lot of the labor organizations offer educational opportunities, but they don't offer CEUs with them. And I truly believe, and this is something that I really want our members to realize and to instill in the guys they work with, is that this is absolutely a true testament to the commitment that the FMBA has to our members, not only to protect their rights in the workplace, but to offer pro professional development and make them better firefighters and better and again, it, it's almost unheard of for a labor organization throughout the country. And it's something that I'm not only proud of, but they should be proud of to be part of this organization. Steve, thank you again for spending some time with us. This is Bill Brower with FIBA Nation. Stay safe.